Mark your calendars. Who owns a calendar? It's 2023. Everyone uses a phone. Either way, Brian Palooza is Saturday, November 18th at South 40 in Reno. Details at radradio.com. All right, a couple emails here, rad at radradio.com. First one is from William. Hi, William. Uh, for those of you, if, if, if you're listening on the app all the time, and I don't know how much you might use actual radio anymore, uh, but if you listen like on Rock 104.5 in Reno or starting Monday on uh, Rad Radio in Sacramento, 104.7 FM, 890 AM, when we go to when we go to commercial breaks uh, on, on our end, if you listen on the app, you you hear our stuff. But then on the radio stations, you hear their stuff, commercials they're selling, but also um, things like uh, local traffic and and weather. And you'll hear that on on 104.7 FM starting Monday, and they do it in Reno as well. You had to have all that backup for this to make sense. Uh, William says, I guess today is going to be a booger-filled day for me. Ironically, right after you guys keep talking about boogers, and then you go to breaks, there's a guy on the Reno station that does traffic updates, and his name is Boogie. <laughs> I've got to get the boogers out of my head. I mean my nose. Oh, all man. right. Very good. <laughs> Um, no, remember that lady that wrote in in the, the, the last segment, Josh, who uh, yeah. <laughs> threw, yeah. threw away his breakfast because oh, we were grossing him out. Poor Josh. Sissy Lala. Talking about boogers. Well, he did write back, and I, it sounds to me like boogers are a trigger for, for him. Oh, no. He says, I know you just took my man card away from me, but my brother used to wipe his boogers on me and sometimes put them in my food. <laughs> no. What are brothers for? Right, That's exactly. right. Um, and, and, and Dennis wrote in. Because I think Dennis uh, felt bad for for Kyle because I don't think that the full round of jokes from the maggots was up to Kyle's standard. It wasn't. No, so, it was like three. He, he sent in. He sent in one more. Right, let's see. If, <gasps> let's see if this does it. Ready? Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna cook an alligator today, but all I have is a crock pot. <laughs> no. No good. I knew Don would like twisting your brain for a really cool prize. <laughs> Don's usually really good about the, you know, you got to picture things. Yeah, I, visualize. I, I had not, I had not in any way visualized that joke until Don just said it. Now I get this visual uh, of of the alligator. He's in the he's in the kitchen with the yeah, guy. Exactly. And, and and the guy pulls out the crock pot and the alligator just goes ha 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 can't cook me. And, <laughs> and the crock pot is a crock. <laughs> What's his name? Uh, who the guy that wrote in? Yeah. Uh, that was uh, Dennis. Dennis. Yeah. Got it. There we go. Oh, we think we're making an evils list? <laughs> uh, that's for uh, Rad TV viewers uh, at members.radradio.com. All right, Master of Movies for uh, Tim Allen tickets. Uh, this Saturday night at Hard Rock Live in Sacramento. Uh, caller 18. Hello, Ryan. What's up? What's up? You will guess first if you know the movie you win. If not, we'll go to Emily. Good morning, Rad. Good morning. And Allison, your caller 20. Good morning. Morning. We are looking for a 2010 comedy. Come on. You are staying with us till you're back on your feet. What is the name of that comedy from 2010? There's a reason we're playing this. Come on. You are staying with us till you're back on your feet. Ryan, do you know the movie? Step Brothers. Good movie. What about you, Emily? Uh, no clue. Oh. <laughs> and Allison, do you know? Um... Uh, morning Glory? You lose. Oh, man. Sure. Now, I mentioned there was a reason we were playing it. Uh, just out of prison, ex-con Tommy, played by Tim Allen, uh. 
is ready for a fresh start in life. He moves in with his manipulative sister, played by Sigourney Weaver, and her husband, and takes a job at a local burger joint. However, he finds that staying on the straight and narrow is not as easy as he thought. Gray, played by the now-deceased Ray Liotta, his former partner in crime, is trying to rope him into the latest scheme. And to complicate matters, Tommy, the Tim Allen character, is falling in love with his probation officer. <laughs> this is the uh, smash hit that I've never heard of. Crazy on the outside. But, I mean, these are good actors. Yeah, well, that doesn't always mean it's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is my husband, and it is his house. <laughs> no, I mean, is, is he all right with me staying here? Of course. Why would you even ask? Because he hates me, Vic. What did Mom always say? Hate is for Hitler. Now, come on. <laughs> you are staying with us till you're back on your feet. A Hitler joke! Wow, that is great! So it says it only grossed not even a million dollars, only $88,335 oh a box office. Oh, my God! Yeah. Oh, no! Uh, your uh, next chance uh, to win Tim Allen tickets will be at uh, 8. Oh. A.M. All right, I got this email from uh, Aaron. Do not turn off the show when you hear what he's asking. Okay, I don't. You're gonna hear you go. Oh, I don't want to get. It. Don't worry about it. We're oh. not. We're not doing it. Oh boy. Aaron says, Rob, is there a reason why you haven't touched on the recent Hamas threats and what's going on in Israel and how bad the Israel-Palestine war has gotten? Is it just too much of a downer? Yes, that's why. Absolutely, it is. If uh, if if there's a reason to or a need to, you know, which I'm not suggesting, it's not a very very serious story. Um, I will, but I mean, my God, you can't get away from it. Whether you're on social media, whether you watch regular news, uh, all of the uh, anti-Semitism is going on. It, it, do we, you don't need it here. Awful. You don't need it here until I can't avoid it. So that's why. But thank you for uh, the question. Uh, speaking of uplifting stories, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is sounding the alarm amid an unacceptable American crisis. Syphilis in newborns. What? Wait, what? Whoa. No. Cases Whoa. have increased dramatically in recent years. In 2022, more than 10 times the number of cases in 2012 and the highest reported rate in 30 years were born. Syphilis is a sexually transmitted infection that can be treated with antibiotics. Of course, you have to know that you have it. Uh, and then you have to have a doctor and all that other stuff. Congenital syphilis is when a mother with syphilis passes the infection to her baby during pregnancy. Oh, and it God. can be super serious. Oh, it can no. cause miscarriage, stillbirth, premature birth, low birth weight, or death shortly after birth, oh, according to God. the CDC. And did you say in there, I'm so sorry, that a woman can have that and not even know? Yes. So, it, like, she, she doesn't even... It's quite possible a lot of these you don't even know. There are many find out after many STDs that just what? lie dormant, but you do have what them. What an awful way to find out! I literally would get checked for every disease uh, if I got pregnant. Uh, well, I can't now. I don't have a uterus, and I'm old. More than uh, <laughs> more than half the cases, according to the CDC, occurred among people who had tested positive for syphilis during pregnancy, mm. but didn't receive adequate or timely treatment. So when they found out, it was. What the they, hell are you doing? The, Not the, them. The doctors. Right. I mean, Not well, timely treatment. The minute you find out, treat it. And that's part of the, the reason the CDC is sounding the alarm is for to to increase and, and get the medical profession to, to start paying more attention. Now, do, is this like a standard operating procedure to test the mom when she finds out she's pregnant? Like you go into the OB to, to get everything checked out and, and watching the progress of the baby to like do all this these blood tests and make sure that there isn't things happening in, in their blood like I mean it just seems like it would be standard operating procedure to test for everything and, and what, what yeah, it does seem like that and I'm sure tons of moms will be, be emailing us uh, here in the next uh, one minute uh, I, I, what's, what's confusing about it and what I think Dawn's trying to wrap her head around as well is 
like you said, Brando, wouldn't you get those tests done immediately upon finding out? And how is that not enough time to treat it before mm -hmm. it affects the fetus? Which I think goes back to what the CDC is saying is that a lot of women are not don't have access or, uh, to the right care or, or timely care. Uh -huh. it, I mean, if it, you know, because it was because it's such a downer of a story, I didn't dive too far into it, but I think I saw something. I, like I that. mean, listen, had I got pregnant when my husband and I were trying, I wouldn't have thought to get checked for sexually transmitted diseases. I would have thought to get checked for all the other stuff I've heard my girlfriends and, and women in my life talk about that they'll check for and look for and, and all of that. But but I feel the doctor should know that's a test we're also going to do. And then the minute they find out, they treat it. But there again, there are a lot of bad doctors. I mean, I... I and there's also, oh a, again, back to the, the, the CDC's point, is there's such a lack of access to healthcare for so many and the healthcare yeah. costs. There, believe it or not, there are millions of women in this country that get pregnant and don't go to the doctor because they're like, okay, they, they take the test, they can afford that, they find out they're pregnant, like, okay, well, I'm just going to ride it out or ask my mom what I can do. I, we don't have the money, yep. uh, and we'll yes. just wait till we the kid's born. Yes. Remember what that said. Half of them, half of them were uh, of, of, of the babies born with syphilis occurred for to moms who had tested positive for syphilis during pregnancy. That means the other half weren't tested. Oh, <laughs> okay, so... If you're a man, can you give, can it still be passed on to the child? Say, does it come from the love glue or whatever? Is it only the woman? I think it has to be a skin-to-skin yeah. -skin contact on the woman during birth. Right? Yeah, during birth, it happens. No, no, no. It, it's oh. through the it's through the uh, uh, the bloodstream, the cord. The, you know, yeah, the cord. There the we go. Well, yeah. it's from her getting it from someone. Right, right. She has to have it already. Right, the man yes. gave okay. it to right. her, or the woman. I don't know. Well, can woman to woman? I don't know. We're getting out. We're getting in my field of expertise. I, I don't know how that works. I, yeah. So, um, but originally, then, if we're talking heterosexual, a man gave it to her, but then it's already in her, and she might not even know. So, what happens to the baby after it's born and it, it's carrying the STD? Do they give it um, the antibiotics right away? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, if they, if one of those horrible things that I read doesn't happen to the baby, you still birth things like that. Oh, yes, the babies God. can be treated with uh, with antibiotics. It still can be very serious, though. Uh, Gina wrote in. Gina. How appropriate for the conversation. <laughs> uh, she says, I am currently pregnant. Yes, Aww. I know. Yuck. No, it is not. That's a blessing. Congrats. <laughs> but when I went to my appointment, I was tested for every STD and STI and every illness. 40-plus blood tests. It's crazy uh, that these uh, that it's not being caught in time. Right. Mm -hmm. Again, th this is this – is, I, I am not discounting what Don said. There are bad doctors for sure. But the CDC's point is just to sound the alarm that there's still a lack of health care, access to health care, and a cost problem for a lot of people who just literally can't even go uh, to get the tests like that or can't afford to. Yeah, and, and I, I feel it also still goes back to, because of her email, the doctors, because she just went in for the blood test and they included that. Mm -hmm. So the half of the other women, wh why wasn't that included in their treatment? And I know some of them you are saying they didn't go, right. but those that did go. Why wouldn't they include that part of it? Because uh, it's crazy, even within the same system where you, you might be a part of a, a, a medical system that gets rave reviews and has amazing doctors and it doesn't take away from that. But they'll sneak in some bad ones. And it is just astounding how one gynecologist can say one thing and then you get a good one and they see everything differently. And you're like, good God, how's that other one have a job? And then there's the middle ground possibly <laughs> oh of uh, a lot of women who, who because the, the more things you test for, the more expensive it is. 
You don't oh, have yeah. insurance. You're like, you're oh. bartering with the doctor. You're, yeah. you're like, what do we have to test for? I, no, I can't. Have, no, cross that. Oh, I know I don't have an STD. Cross, yeah. I've been married for 10 years. Cross, cross, and then, oh. boom. Um, oh, perfect. Perfect timing. We got this email from member Maggot Les. Hi, Liz. Uh, as long as we're uh, talking about unfun things, which wasn't my intention of this segment. <laughs> Uh, says, uh, will Rob discuss anything about last night's election results and what they huh? mean? Oh, were there elections? Uh, yeah. Every November, the first Tuesday after the first Monday. Was there I are, supposed to go vote somewhere? There, I, I, well, <laughs> yeah, was that on the chart? Uh, there were some, so it's an off-year election, but there, there were some, uh, uh, if, you're, if you're into politics and things like that, there were some, some big results in uh, Virginia, oh. uh, uh, Kentucky, which uh, a deeply red Republican state re-elected a Democratic governor. Um, sir, I'll, I'll go over it in, in, in one minute. I'm not registered in those states, so I'm good. Um, the, uh, the Republican <laughs> Party continues to uh, moronically lose ground by sticking to their guns over the abortion issue. That's not my opinion. That is what's happening. The, the abortion issue is driving the voting. And in a year where Republicans, based on everything going on in the country, because whoever's in, in power, whoever's in the White House, always gets blamed. With everything going on in this country— whether you agree with it, whether you blame uh, President Grandpa or not, I'm 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 analyzing here. I'm not offering my opinion. With everything going on right now, people should be voting for Republicans in waves because they're like, I can't take this anymore. That's not what they did. In every one of those uh, those uh, Ohio Ohio as well, all three of those states, the elections were were decided entirely on the abortion issue, and we know that from exit polling. We know that from the way the campaigns were run. And until the Republican Party figures out how they're going to present or deal with the fact that too many people feel like they have had their right to choose taken away from them, they are not going to win anything. That's that's the takeaway. And and the media also wants to make it about uh, another blow to Trump, which I'm not saying it wasn't. Uh, Trump, Everybody that Trump endorsed lost as well. There you go. There's your election review uh, from uh, last night. Shannon wrote in and said, boy, I never thought syphilis would be more fun than something, but this is... You know. <laughs> uh, I'm currently listening to your radio show about the talk of infants with syphilis and pregnancy. I'm a labor and delivery nurse, and we are required by state law to test all mothers for syphilis when they come in uh, for, uh, come in, in labor, trying to crack it down. Uh, well, yeah, but wow. once they're in labor, it's okay. too late. Yeah. They're, they're gonna, they're, there's no way to, that's, that's that whole, it was too late to Thank treat them thing. Thank you for what you do, that's so beautiful. So if the nurse is required by law to check, is there any uh, type of punishment for the mothers who do give birth with a child with syphilis? Yeah, like is it a law or something? Like is it like child endangerment of some sort? What? No, because a lot of times they don't know. Okay. This, and 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 they're required by law in state law in Nevada. If I'm understanding her email correctly, they have to test when she comes in and goes and she's in labor, so that they know what what to expect when the the baby comes out. And for a lot of women, that might be the very first time they've even been tested for any of this, for all the reasons we've already discussed. Well, and I'm not going to give up who, but I have people in my life that have herpes that never goes away. And it was perfectly fine and safe for them to get pregnant and have their baby. Yes. And they didn't pass it along. Yeah, that's different. I know this yeah. one does, but I'm just saying, like, good grief. I'm going to punish the mother. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> you're knowingly, like, having sex with somebody and you have an STD and you don't you don't divulge that information with your partner. This this is just well, something that it's just it just happens. Well, yeah. It's like a, well, when you say you're required by law to check, it's like, well, who are you reporting it to? And then as comes the question of, do you get in trouble for it that's no. that's the the, the law there in, in in that sense the law is there to make sure that the medical industry is doing their job to protect the baby yeah. and the mother 
and make sure that the baby gets the best care, but not to punish anyone. Okay, sir. understood. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, and, I mean, Kyle, though, because you're always so sweet with when it comes to kids. Yes, right? You would obviously want if a mom knew, if she knew ahead of time even before the test because she's been tested in the past, to find out everything possible because the most precious thing is that baby in her belly or even maybe even before she gets pregnant, right? Ask, what do we need to do? Because I'm thinking of getting pregnant and I have syphilis so this baby doesn't suffer and die. Uh, this is an interesting story from Allison. Hi, Allison. She says, I was born when my birth mom was having a herpes outbreak, and I did catch it on my eyes. It didn't appear for a few years when my parents, who adopted me at six weeks old, had no idea what it was or how it happened. <clears throat> my birth mom was 16, never had any prenatal services or care, and she also drank and did cocaine while pregnant with me. Mm. Jesus. This was back in 1983. Now, as a mom to my kids, I couldn't imagine ever behaving that way while pregnant, but that's not the point. STDs suck as a child. Yeah, there's a nice yeah, gift oh from mom. My gosh. Cool. Um, oh. Maria wrote in and said, I work for an OBGYN. It is standard of care to test for every STD during pregnancy. I work in a medical clinic, and most of the time our patients don't have a home or a phone. When they come back positive or for anything, sometimes we can't get a hold of the patient. Here's another way it can happen. Some patients are late in prenatal care or don't get any care at all, so it's not the doctor's fault most of the time. So, in other words, Rob was making excellent points. That's all you had to write, Maria. <laughs> well, and I, I need to um, semi-retract what I said. I, for the couple of friends I have, they were told it was fine for them to give birth with herpes, but obviously it was didn't turn out great for that poor girl. Well, if I understand her correctly, you the know. difference, though, is if you're having an active outbreak. That's where it can transfer. How do you, what do you do? I mean, you, you can't, well, I don't know. Actually, I'm speaking beyond what I know. So if, if you're going into labor and you happen to have an active outbreak, can they just all of a sudden do a C-section so it doesn't go through the canal? Like I, I don't know because I know there's emergency C-sections. But that's, you know, that's something that's, people think these are standard and bop, bop, bop. But I mean, they're dangerous to do C-section. And, and all of that would come down to exactly how these things are transferred and, and, and such as, as well. So my girlfriend and I are, are planning on having a kid down the road when, when we're ready. Down and the road? So, how about right now? <laughs> so down when, the road. So my mind goes places and I, I always wonder, like, what about the man's, you know, the, the baby making juice? Does it get diluted? Like if you're like partying one night and you're, you're drinking a lot, does it dilute or make the affect your, your sperm in a way so that it, it makes it like less, um, I don't want to say less potent, but less, uh, efficient. Maybe, oh. maybe like, cause there's fecal al alcohol syndrome, right? That's like what happens while you're drinking. Fe fetal, not Fe fecal. <laughs> Sorry. Fetal alcohol syndrome. <laughs> well, they come out the same spot at birth, right? No. No. Oh, no. okay. Uh, no. Good job, Kyle. Does it have like an effect? Like it's so maybe you're, you're smoking a lot of pot or you're doing drugs. Does it affect the sperm in a way that might make the baby uh, have those types of like maybe addictive t tendencies or are they addicted it. to it? Like when you, when they're when inception happens. So the question inception? is the, the woman's already pregnant. Well, no, like this is. Oh in, no, it's not gonna. It doesn't, doesn't happen when beforehand. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. No. So, so. These but are, but just to point out, just because people are listening to the, the, all these words and everything, the things you're describing, Brandon, do affect the potency of your ability to impregnate her. Okay. You know, alcohol, marijuana, those things, your sperm counts go down, if not over time, you know, 
permanently, but uh, uh, initially for sure. I, I just have this vision of my mind like the sperm is like got red eyes or it's like stumbling. <laughs> and, and like it, Never it, makes it's, it. It's drunk when it gets yeah. into the egg and then it's like now that baby's just going to kind of be like a drunkard. I don't know. Well, and like um, I feel like obviously so many people have gotten pregnant and it's like an oopsie. So they Hi. they weren't thinking of how they're living because they weren't even planning on that, right? So right. and and then the kids come out healthy or not or whatever those situations are. But like when you knowingly know you want to get pregnant, like my girlfriends and even I when I knew and my husband, like you just you clean up your diet and your mm-hmm. life right. and you, you do the best that you can for us. For well, our belief system, right. knowing Some that in the do. end, someone else has already made the decision yeah. and, and, and <laughs> whether it's going to happen or to, not. To try to wrap up this terribly depressing uh, segment yeah. so far, it's informational. <laughs> look at look at all the look at all the, the horrible parents that are out there. Oh my God! Right, I mean, oh. and and so they don't do anything that you just described. They want to have kids. They don't do anything about cleaning up and nope, all, all nope. that. All right, uh, let's go on to. Oh, I love this story. This story is great because it plays right to the heart of Dawn's uh, uh, radio courage when it comes to revenge, uh, right? Well, yeah, I, I don't do revenge anymore. But on the air, you still do. Well, yeah, because it's fun. Yeah, right, so yeah, so but so when you see somebody else do it, you're like, yeah, it actually happened. <laughs> All right, listen, now, I'm, you're the arbiter of revenge, Dawn, so when I tell you what she did, oh you're, you're going to have to score it, okay? Okay. okay. 40-year-old Jen Lay exacted what she calls cruel revenge on her cheating ex-boyfriend. She, oh, okay. Deserves it already. She gave it up on social media. <laughs> okay. Hey, yes, yeah, she cheated on her. Yep. Uh, she lives in Rockford, Illinois, and her ex, Joe, that's not his real name, uh, uh, they, they, it was a short period of time, three-month relationship. Still. But it ended Aww. because uh, they split up after he admitted to sleeping with another woman. She's a mom of three. Remember, she's 40, so she's just trying to get back out in the dating scene, finds a jerk that cheats on her. Oh, but I mean... Doing revenge, and you're 40, and you have three kids. Yeah, this but isn't fun yeah. right now. You got scorned, man. <laughs> you got cheated revenge on. Revenge is for your 20s, and uh, then you got to grow up, man. She says that. Well, she I'm goes. sorry, and your early 30s, because that was me. <laughs> I'll give you till then. <laughs> she says, and, and you know, I don't know the circumstance of, of you know why she's single and has three kids. Could already have some some lingering baggage over that, because she says that him happens. him cheating on her. Made it hard for her to trust people just when she was starting to trust again. Oh! Just, just curious. Do we have any information if all those kids have the same dad or are they different dads? I don't, I don't have mm. any information. Why okay. does that? Okay, I'm just curious. In general, this is not a come after anybody. Why does it matter? Why do people ask that? It just adds more details in my head to maybe why this guy would have cheated on her. No, maybe no, there's no. too much baby daddy drama. It just adds more details oh, to the story. Oh, too much baby. I like mm. where you went, Kyle. <laughs> I really do, because you know where a lot of people go? They say, well, that means she's Slut. a whore. Yeah. No, it means that when she got pregnant, she kept her baby. That's what it means. So uh, so uh. He, he, he cheats on her, makes it hard for her to trust people, admitted how hurt she was, and so she decided to get some revenge. Okay. Well, you like this one, Don? So... During that three months when they were together, she did meet his mom. Like, they went to dinner or whatever. Oh, wow. Okay. And I guess mom really liked her because mom actually gifted her handwritten recipes. Oh. And, and, wow. And I guess part of it was mom was dying because mom passed away during this three months. Oh. Okay. So, here's what she did. Oh, no. No, that is so sacred to have your mother's handwritten recipes. Yeah, and, he, and she gave them to this girl. Yeah. Oh, so here, you know, she you know, was she, hoping it would be passed yeah. along to someone yeah. her son yeah. was with forever she, to carry it got on. got all those kids yeah. to feed. <laughs> Good point. 
So, <laughs> she posted them on Facebook. Oh, snap. Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. Snap. Was that it? That's the cruel revenge. She she posted his his mom his dead mom's recipes on Facebook. She is and a she, sweet lady. She's the one that called it cruel revenge. Yeah, this the, woman is sweet. The real torture is she did that thing that all food bloggers do is give their whole life story before you actually get to the damn recipe. <laughs> God damn it! Jump Rob, to the recipe. And Dawn, the Rob, anybody, anybody. and Dawn show.